The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Echet Yebamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife, in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha, Varvacha, Bechol Maasiyadav, maybe Zocheh. To raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nachat. He should have many more children with health and happiness. And he should have beracha b'kol mikol kol him and his entire family. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by the Avraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem tenehenu began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by the Natan ben Esther. Ruah Hashem Tinehenu began Eden Amen Velaslahat Yosef Ben Simcha. We are beginning the daf on Ayn He Amud Bet and we start two lines on the bottom. Hahu Ovda Dahava Bepumpedita. There was a certain Mahaseh that took place in Pumpedita. Estatim Gufta Tishikbat Zera. Person's uh, tube that the Zera comes out of was clogged up. And instead it was coming out of the hole. That the urine comes out of. So the Gemara says, So Bibai thought to say that he is still considered kasher, because that's not considered a psuwa daka or krut shafcha, just that the, it's coming out of the wrong hole. Amara pape, mishum, deatu memulae, amritu mile mulita. Well, Abaye that made this statement came from, or comes from, um, Bet Ali, Rabbi Baibar Abayet, that's from the family of Ali. So he told them, since you come from a Mishpahat Umlala, which was, let's say, a, um, a family that is uh, Umlal, that is short lived, because the family of Ali was cursed, so therefore you say things that are short lived, which means you're saying things that don't uh, make any sense. And some say the word uh, Mimulae is the name of a place. That's why it tells Fortland. Since you come from Mimula, the place, Mimulae, so therefore you're saying things that are uh, short-lived. You're saying things that are not correct. It's a play on the words. So Gebra says, Bimkoma mebashela. The Zera literally only cooks in its place. Shelo bimkoma lo but if it's coming out of the wrong hole, it's not going to cook, it's not going to be fertile. And therefore, he is asur, Rabbi Bakanda. She says, Mebashela, Mitbashir Shikmat Zera Vinigmar, Leolid, Vilasot Peri. Therefore, since it's coming out of the wrong hole, he's not be able to be Muli. Therefore, it is considered a Lamish, therefore, he is considered a Suadaka, and he's going to be Pasur. Amar of Yudam Shimuel, Nikav Vinistam. Let's say there was a hole. A nekev, and then in the ever, and then it closed up. Vinistam. Kol sheilu nikri v'nikra pasul. If when you seal the hole up, if when a person becomes a baal keri, when he emits keri, if the hole would open, so then again it's considered a pasul. Ve'ilav, but if the zera can flow through without the hole reopening, kasher. Haviba rava suraba. Analyze it, hecha. Where are we talking about the holes? Ilema lemata me'atara. If you tell me below the atara, meaning on the fleshy part that's closer to the ground, afilu nechrat nameh. We learned even that area, if it's cut, it's okay. So we're not worried about even a, a small hole. Ela ba'atara atzma. The Yamarad concludes, it's talking about on the atara, 
itself. Which means if it's on the Gid, so we say that's uh, no good. But on the Atara itself, so we make a Chiluk, and we said that if it can be closed up, meaning when the Zera comes out, it won't reopen, so therefore if it's on the Atara itself, the Corona itself, there's a hole that was sealed up, <coughs> it's okay. If it was punctured on the Atara itself, Vinistam, and then it was <coughs> sealed, when the person would become a Balkeri, when he would see uh, Zera, Vinikra, if it would reopen, Pasul, Vilav, Kasher. So the Gabbara then says, Shalak, Lehraba, Bered, Rabba, Rabbi Yosef, Yelam Medeno, Rabbenu, Hechi, Abdinan. Which means, how do you seal it up? <coughs> so the Gabbara says, Amalim, Maitinan, Nehama. I'm sorry, the question over here is, how do you test the guy? Which means, the guy has to be Mazliya. So how do you test the guy that Zera should come out of him in order that he should, uh, we should see if the uh, seal is, uh, you know, tight. So I can, I can open up again. So it says, They bring uh, barley bread that is hot. And they put it, she says, They put it on his backside. But as she says, when you put something hot like that, the hot barley bread on his backside, and you let it uh, sit over there, it'll cause him to see Kedi. So that's the way you test him. The Hazir and then you're able to test if uh, the hole opens up or not. Everybody's Yaakov Abinu, that all of a sudden Yaakov Abinu didn't see Kedi until uh, he was uh, 84 years old. Right? So, well, it's so difficult to see Katie. You have to figure out a system where you're taking a hot piece of uh, uh, barley bread and putting it underneath him. Yaakov, you never saw Katie in his life. So, which is, what's so difficult for the guy to become, uh, to see Katie? You need all these uh, tricks over here. What is the guy, Yaakov Abinu? She says, Which is, when he had Reuven, his first child, Reuven was uh, from the first drop of Katie, of Yaakov Abinu. You have to do such a, uh, a, a trick in order to get the guy to see Katie? So Abaye comes along and says, You don't have to go so far. Just uh, put in front of a big disavonim, fancy clothes, let's say, of a lady. That'll cause him to uh, have a, uh, a seminal discharge. She says, Shil Isha, Vumar Herbi Isha. And I'll think about the lady. What do you mean? Now you make everybody like this guy, Barzilai Giladi. Who's Barzilai Giladi? She says, Shatuk Bizimahaya. This guy, Barzlai Adi, was a very, very promiscuous guy, filled with zimah. Which means, uh, he lost his sense of taste. Which means, he prematurely aged Barzlai Giladi because of the znut that he was involved with. Because, that she says a story, there was a certain uh, slave, or shifha, that was in the house of the bee. She was 92 years old. And she was able to taste the kidra, meaning her sense of taste was still with her. So you see what? That somebody that's shatu pizima, they get old, they lose their sense of taste. So this guy, was shatu pizima. So you see what? This guy just put some clothes in front of him, and the guy's going to all of a sudden now uh, have a seminal discharge with the guy. But is he like Giladi? So the Gemara says, Ela mahabarta, kidrashin and meikara. They go back to the first answer that the way you bring the zera out of him is put the uh, uh, the bread over there, and that'll cause him. So you have to say also that since we have a reason to do this, so it's like considered zera matala. 
if we're trying to discern if the guy is mutar uh, or not, if he's kasher or not, so therefore in this case, we'll be, and we're not doing it directly. Meaning, he's not doing it uh, uh, himself, it's being done through girama, uh, we'll say. So therefore we have to say that this is, uh, this is uh, legal. Comes the Gemara and says... Just the Tosafot just points out that uh, when we say Lord by Yaakov Abinu, so we have a question. Uh, it means the first drop of Keri was for that was in the Ah, Beuven was born. Uh, we have a rule that a lady doesn't get pregnant from the first Bi'ah. So Tosafot says Mi'acha Biyad. You have to say that Le'ah uh, must have uh, because she's a betula normally. So the betulin stop blocks it. So you must say that with her fingers, she must have broke the betulin in order that the first zera will go and be uh, mazliyah. That's what's what's. Tarabanan nikav basul, which means if let's say they have a nekev uh, a, a hole in the gid basul, is basul to come into the kahal mepeneshu shotet. Uh, because the zera now is not going to come out like a hits, like a uh, arrow. So for the zera to be mazria, it has to have a certain potency, the way a certain strength when it comes out. But if there's a nekev, so then it just drips out, and therefore loses its uh, potency. So therefore, he's going to be pasul. He's asur asur abubakam nistam kasher. Again, if it's closed up, it's okay. Again, mipneshu molid because he can be molid. Vezeu pasul shechozer. And this is a classic case of a psul that's able to return back to its original hechshet. He's by sealing up the uh, hole, so he goes back to its original hechshet. So comes the Gemara says, me, This is a case of something that was pasul that goes back to its original hechshet. What are you coming to exclude? Must be there's another case that's pasul that doesn't go back to its original hechshet. Which is by uh, animals. That you have, let's say, an animal that has a hole in the uh, lung. Okay? And all of a sudden, let's say, it grows, let's say, a croom. Like a little uh, layer of uh, flesh, let's say, around it, like the scar tissue. So that's not considered a croom. Which means, that's not going, that's not considered a sealant. Which means it's going to, it's going to break, it's going to be punctured again. Therefore, the animal is considered a terefa. So certain holes can be fixed. Other holes could not be fixed. We have a hole in the lung of, uh, of the animal. Even though say, it grows like a little uh, film around it, that's not considered uh, it's going to stay. If the animal is considered a terefa. Okay? Well, she calls that sidche, the sidchot of the re'ah. Shalah le rav idi bar avina bayem. Hechi avdinan. Oh, now, how do you seal up the hole that's in the paper? How do you close it up? Maitinan se'artam. So the first thing is they bring a se'orah. So that's like a uh, barley corn. Umisartinan le. So first they have to they rub it in the place where the hole is. They want to first clean it out from any um, uh, uh, blood or anything that's there, and they want to make it like coarse and rough because when you start to do that, so it starts the healing process. So they want to. Uh, um, to create the healing process. So first they take a little barley corn in the place where the hole is and they <coughs> rub it around in order to make the area coarse. Umaitinan tarba. Then they take helif. That's like fat. Vishaifinan. And they smear the area. Umaitinan shumshena gamla. And they take a large ant. Umenachtinan le. And they, uh, let's get the words there. Manihin Roshasham. 
they take the head of the ant and they put it in the hole and the shishas v'noshech he bites over there and his head gets stuck into the hole they cut the head off and now the head becomes the sealant because it gets stuck into the uh, because the fat is over there so it sticks to the hyalid it bites now when the body heals it heals over it and that's the sealant so when you're uh, when you're Making it coarse when you're rubbing it in there only with a barley corn, but not with metal. Why? Because Mazraf Zarif. Mazraf Zarif, as she says, it causes a habura, which is it can cause a, you know, a wound. That's not good. Or as she says, it'll cause swelling. So therefore, like an infection. So therefore, you don't use, uh, when you're cleaning it out, you clean out with the barley corn in order to make it uh, coarse. But this is only talking about a uh, katan, which means I guess a hole that is uh, katan, a small hole. Aval, gadol, there's no takana, mikpule, mikpal. This is going to, uh, it's going to cause, uh, after it uh, heals, it's going to peel again, and it's going to open up again. So this only really works for a small hole, but not for a big one. Okay, if a person, let's say, uh, urinates from two places, which means, uh, comes out of the neck of a shetin, the neck of shechvat zera. Let's say urine comes out of both holes, so pasul. Why? Because once already the zera is coming out of the same hole as the shetin, it's not going to cook it like we learned above, and therefore it's not going to be potent. Amaraba let hilcheta lo kibra velo keaba. Talachat does not follow, not the son and not the father. Now Raba baravuna, which means kibra had the amran, like the son we just said, which is regarding this halachat that we just said, if it comes out of two holes. That is Pasul, we don't go like him. That's the son, that's Rabah Baravuna. Now what's the father? Abba the Amaravuna. We don't follow the father either. Regarding what did he say? Who's the father in this case? Ravuna is the father. Rabah Baravuna. We don't follow the son regarding what he said with the two holes. Now we don't follow the father regarding what he said over here. What did he say? Nashim Mamsulot Zubazu Pisulot Lekeuna. These are two ladies that are Together with themselves, Nashimam Sulelot Zubazu Pesulot Lekeuna. They become pasul to marry into the Keuna. Rashi says a Mesulelot Derech Tashmish Zachar Unkeba, which means like a Zachar and Keba go after Tashmish. So they have Tashmish. How Mishavshefot Nikbatan Zulezu. They rub against each other. Vechiram Sulelot Bebnak Katan Esaladin Pesulot Lekeuna. Rashi says Mishum Znut. She have a din of a Zonah. Rashi Masik Shabbat says that they have a din of. Uh, of a lady doesn't have a betula, betulin. Therefore, the pasul the kohen gadol. The spot argues on that. Rabbi says, no, it's not only pasul the kohen gadol. Medin lack of betula. It's a din of zona. And if she's pasul to all kohanim, vafil Rabbi Lazar. And even according to Rabbi Lazar, the Amar panui habala panui yashlom yashlom yishut asa azona, which means that according to Rabbi Lazar, that says if a single man goes with a single girl, Jews. For the sake of Znut they go So she becomes a Zona 
That's only talking about a man that goes with a lady. Abad isha, but uh, two ladies that go with each other. Pritzuta be'alma, just considered pritzut. So that was Rav Huna's statement. So the Gemara says letil cheta keravuna, and therefore. What, what was Ravuna's deen? Ravuna's deen was what? Pesulot de keuna. So we said we don't go like uh, Ravuna. So therefore, Nashim Solelot will be mutar. And even the Bil Azad that said the Znut, even a single boy goes with a single girl, he'll agree in this case it's not considered Znut. It's considered Prinsut. But it's not Posel de keuna. So let Al-Khata lo kebra ve lo keaba. We don't follow the son which is Ravah, and not the father, Ravunah, those two, Halachot. Comes the Gemara and continues, we start the new Mishnah, Suadaka. Suadaka, we said that's the guy that the testicles were crushed, the Chrut Shavcha, that was the member was cut, severed, Mutarim Begiyorit. So who can they marry? They can marry a Giyorit, a convert, because it says by these people, Lo Yavobakahal. They cannot come into the kahal. So we have to say that girim, converts are not considered kahal. Like we learned earlier in the Gemara, kahal girim, lo ikri kahal. Therefore they're permissible. Furthermore, umshukhlerit. Um, um they're permissible also, let's say, to marry a shifha that was umshukhlerit. Shifha kena'anit, that was freed. Ve'enam asurim elam labo bakahal. Shneemar, lo yavo psuah dakachut shafcha bekal Hashem. She's the only asut to come into the kahal, but it's permissible with those people. Comes the Gemara and says, Ba'u mine melavsheshat. I had a question from Lavsheshat. Psuah dakachohen. Okay, let's say psuah dakach. That's a coin. Now we learned earlier regarding psuah dakachohen that he can eat teruma. Okay, now our question is going to be, Mahu begiyoret umshuchreret. Can he marry a Giyoret or a Mishpulet? So what's that question going to be? Well, does he still have the status of Kedushah at Kehunah? If he still maintains the Kedushah of Kehunah, then he would not be allowed to marry a Giyoret. Because we say Giyoret is a din of a Zonah. Or do you say, no, once he's a Psuadaka, he loses his Kedushah of Kehunah, Ligabe marriage. Granted, Ligabe Terumah, he's more discussing with the Kedushah Ligabe, who he could marry. So the Gemara says, what's the two sides? Bikdushah Teka'e Ve'asir. Do you say that he re- retains his Kedushat if it was going to be Asur or Dilma? Or maybe you'll say, La Bikdushat Tekae. He doesn't maintain his status of Kedushat. Meshari. And it will be permissible. So comes the Gemaran says, Just to explain the case, Pesuah Daka Kohen, Shasur Bi Israelit. There's no question he cannot marry Israelite because he's a Psuadaka. Maulisa Giyoret. That's a question. Can he marry Giyoret? Amar Rav Sheshat, Tanitua. So he's Rav Sheshat because we have a Braita. Psuadaka Yisrael. Okay, a regular Jewish guy that's a Psuadaka. Mutar Benetina. Can marry a Netina. Now, what is a Netina? Netina are those people that converted in the times of Yeshua ben Nun. And uh, normally in the Tina is a Sulavo Bekal Hashem, right? Because their, their conversions uh, were not uh, accepted, or Nitinim were not accepted as uh, regular uh, Jews. So a regular Jew cannot marry a Nitina. But it says, a Psuadaka Yisrael can marry a Nitina. So Gabra Zabi'is, Sakatatak Bekdushateka, but if you're going to tell me that what? That the Israel maintains Kedushat Yisrael, Eklikan, Lotit Hatem Bam. We have an issue of what? Lotet haten bam. Ella must be that what? That, because the person, you cannot marry them. 
So Ela, you see what? That when Yisrael becomes a Psuwa Daka, he loses Kedushat Yisrael, therefore he's considered a Psuwa Daka, and therefore he can marry a Netina. Same thing with a Kohen. That when a Kohen becomes a Psuwa Daka, he must lose Kedushat Keuna, and therefore he can marry a Giyoret. Rashi, Psuwa Daka Yisrael, Achigasira, Psuwa Daka Mutab Netina. Fine. Netina, first white line, Mizayin Umot, from the seven nations, Mena Givonim. Right? Next Rashi, the East Alkada Tapsua Daka, Betusha Teka, eh, if you get a tablet, the Psua Daka retains his Kedusha, Hechi Shari Yisrael Benetina. How would you allow the Yisrael to marry Netina? Haketiv, Lot Tatan Bam. Said you're not allowed to, uh, to marry them. Ela, you see what? He must lose his Kedusha, and if we can marry him, so to this, the Kohen loses his Kedusha. So Yabra says, Ama Rava. Rava said, is that the reason by a by a psua dakai sir why 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 you allow him to marry Netina because he loses his kedusha? That's not the reason. Dilma molid ben vazil upala laavodat kochavim. Maybe the concern is that we don't want him to marry the Netina because he's going to have a son from the Netina and the son is going to worship Avodazara. Which is just different, uh, different reason. Oh, look at that she. Atu hatam, second line. The kasar achmanat hatem of the kuchavim, which is when it says the pasuk not hatem bam. But he cannot marry of the kuchavim. Mishum kedusha velat kedushau the nesrinu, which means who told you that uh, when the Torah says not hatem bam is because uh, the inyan of the they, they lose the kedusha or not? Afilun it gayiru, which is even if they convert the kegon netinim shem gerim. But they're converts now. Hatam ta'amad dilma mulid bad. The concern is maybe they're going to have a child. Ufalach la'avodat kuchavim. And the child's going to end up worshipping. Avodat zara. Hilkach kara biyotam of de kuchavim ketiv. The pasukot hatem ba'am is talking about when they are goyim. Avalit gayiru sharu. And I'll tell you that really when they convert, it's permissible. So lot hatem ba'am we're learning differently now. Lot hatem ba'am what is, you're not allowed to marry them when they are goyim. Goyot. Why can't you marry a Goya? Because you're going to have the, the, the son that's going to be Ben Lavod Azara. Oh, but when they convert, really it would be permissible. However, it's Gayiru Sharu. So what will be the rule? He said, cannot marry Nitina. So he says, she says, Gezerahu. That's only Gezera de Gazur. David Gazar Alein. The Chigazur Abanan. When did the rabbis go there? Behani Dibne Ududeninu. Only on those Yisraelis that are able to bear children, so they will go there. Not only the Torah's deen, Lotot Chatem Bam, they cannot marry Goyot, but they cannot even go with a Netina that converted. However, do we have the issue do like that? The Tamam Shuelude. However, like the Sarita Shi inside. Like we read the Gemara inside. The Animili be Yotar of the Kuchavim. Which is the Torah's Yisur Lot Chatem Bam is only when they are Goyim. Ki Migayre be Yisrael Sharu. However, when they convert the Nitina, really Mina Torah, Nitina's Mutar be Yisrael. Mira Banan who the Gazru be who. And the rabbis made a Gezera that Yisrael cannot marry a Giyoret. That's in the Tina. Vehi Gazubu Rabbanan. Where did the rabbis make a Gezera? Behanak the Ulude. Only on those that are able to have children because that's like the Doraita. Because just like the Doraita, the whole reason is we don't have children from Azara. So they made a Gezera and a Giyoret, the Tina. Only on people that can have children that it's going to be forbidden. Aval, Haidilab, Bal Ulude, no Gazubu Rabbanan. But this guy was a Psuwa Nakai Israel. 
that what? He cannot have children uh, anyway, so the rabbis were not because this. So it's got nothing to do with Kiddushah. I can really tell you that the Kohen retains his Kiddushah. That therefore the Kohen is going to be a suit to marry a uh, uh, Giyore. Kohen to Psuadaka. Ah, I can just tell me, uh, you say Psuadaka is allowed to marry a Nitina. That's different reasons. The reason why it's allowed to do this is because the rabbis were like, oh, in such a case. Because the whole reason of Lord Tachatim Bam of the Torah is what? We don't want you to marry them, so you don't have a child for Abu Zarah. The rabbis came along and said, even when they convert, we don't want you to marry them. Gezerah. But when do we make this Gezerah? Only when you're able to bring children into the world. But if you can't bring children into the world, there's no Isun. So therefore, this Pesuada Kais can marry. Not because he, he, he loses his Kedushah. He has his Kedushah. But what? The rabbis were like, was in such a case. But the Gabriel Kohen, so what the guy, we're not going to marry a Giyot because he still has his Kedushat Kohen. Ela Mehata, so the Gabriel says, oh, according to this reasoning over here, Mamzer, take a guy that's a Mamzer, Debar Uluder, right? That's able to have uh, children. Hachen Ameh, the Asir, are you going to tell me what? That's going to be Asur, Nashi. Right, right. Because what's the rule we're saying over here? That uh, whoever cannot marry a uh, goy, a goya, let's say, so they will say them even when they converted. So a Mamzer cannot marry a uh, Goya. All this would apply to a Mamzer as well. And he's Barat Lude. Right? He can have children. So the Chara, we should also send a Mamzer also, to also marry a Natin. But the Gibraltar says that's not so. Vatinan, Mamzerin, Venetini, Mutarim, Laboze, Baze. It says a Mamzer can marry a Natin. So that, 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 that principle, the way you said it, doesn't make sense because it doesn't work, doesn't hold true by Mamzerin. So the Gibraltar says, Ela, when did the rabbis make their gezerah? Only by kesherim. She's by a pasul, by a mamzer. The rabbis didn't put their decree. She's by Israel, that's kasher. So then already they made a gezerah that they don't want him to marry a convert from Nitirimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
the Kohen has his Kedusha when he's a Psu Adaka, and therefore he'll be a suit to marry a Giyoret. He'll be a suit to marry a Giyoret. Because why is that Kedusha at Kohen? Comes Gabbara and says, Hadar Amar Ravah. Ravah came along and said, Lab Miltah. Which means, we want to understand that when it says in the Pasuk, Lotet Hatin Bam. When the Torah says Lotet Hatin Bam, how we understand that means a Goy. That why? You say, can I marry a Goya? Lotet Hatin Bam. And what? A convert is only Midrabanan. And they would go there uh, only on, let's say, Bada Alude, like what to say in the first answer. All those that can give uh, that are fertile. But those that are not fertile, they weren't uh, Gozer. And Lot Hatebam, as I said, is going on Guim. So the Gemara says, no. Hadar Amarava Lav Miltai. Biyotan of Dekokavim Letleu Hatnut. Which, how can you say Lot Hatebam is talking about when they were Guim? It's not considered Hatnut. Which means when you go with a Goy, for the sake of marrying, it's not a marriage. So how can the person go to Hatem Bam? How can they be talking about uh, Goyim? There's no marriage uh, by, by, by Goyim. It's not considered Hatnut. So it says, Nitgayiru Itlu Hatnut. Which means only when they convert, then already it's considered uh, Hatnut. And therefore, look at Rashi. Lab Miltai Da'ami De'okim Na'krabi Yotamad De'kukavim 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 Letlu Hatnut. Ela Vadai Krab Begirim Ketiv. Ah, so if it's considered Gerim, so then in the Torah we're saying what? A Yisrael, that's a Pesuah uh, Daka, we're saying what? He could marry a Natin. Why can he marry a Natin? So we're going to say because he loses his Kedushat, in the Torah really he cannot marry a Natin. Not at Hatem Bam. And what is it talking about? When they convert it, because there's Hatnut. Oh, but we have a statement that says Israel Pesuadaka can marry. Must be what he loses kedushat Israel. Oh, if he loses kedushat, the cycle back to the Kohen. Kohen Pesuadaka loses kedushat Kohen. Therefore, we can say he can marry a Giyoret or a Mishchoreret. When it says the pasuk Lotet Haten Bam, at this point we're learning it means when they are converted, because there's no Hatnut by Goyot. Kavzi Gabbara says, Matif Rav Yosef, what do you mean? It says, Vayitchaten Shalomo et bat Paro Melech Misraim. The Pasuk says that Paro married bat Paro. I'm sorry, Shalomo married bat Paro, the daughter of Paro. And it says, Vayitchaten. So you see what? It's happened by Goyot. Gabbara says, Giyure Gira. And she converted. So Gabbara says, What do you mean? Vayan lo kiblu gerim, lo bimei David, lo bimei Shalomo. Well, we have a rule. They did not accept converts in the time of Shalomo and in the time of David. Why? Because Am Yisrael was on a high. They, was very, they were living in a great time of prosperity. So they didn't think anybody is going to be converting the Shem Shavayim. They thought anybody that converts is just converting to join the uh, prosperity of Christ. So I can just tell me she converted. I thought they didn't accept converts. So the Gemara says, Which means the whole reason why they didn't accept converts is because they knew that when you're joining Klai Yisrael, it's considered Shulchan Melachim. Now you're sitting at the table of kings. But what? The daughter of Paro does not have that means because she's coming from the daughter of kings already. Right. So therefore, she's not... Uh, that's, that's not going to be her uh, uh, enticement. Because she has that already. So therefore, such a cover, we'd accept. So therefore, she converted her. So therefore, you're right. Vayit Haten. Not Haten, I'm talking about Goyot. There's no Hatnut. What says Vayit Haten? She's converted. Kemura says, Vetit Puklet, Deham Nisrit Nishonahi. Oh, I have another question now. How did he marry at all? We have a rule yeah, that a person cannot marry a Misri until it's a third generation. And therefore, she's a first generation convert of Misri. So how do you marry her from the uh, Misri uh, angle? 
Maybe I'll tell me these are not the real Egyptians Which means I'll tell you the real Egyptians are no longer And uh, these, are, uh, these are new people over here She says about <laughs> all those Egyptians They drowned in the time of Paro Which means when the Torah said uh, Don't marry an Egyptian He really meant from the Erev Rav Because there were really no more Egyptians Once we came out of Islam they all drowned So who was left? The Erevra, those converts that came uh, out of Egypt. And then as she says, But she said, no more Erevra, other people came and lived in their lands, and therefore, no problem. says, there was a fellow called Minyamin, he was a Ger Mitzri. Hayali Haver, he was my friend. Amar, and he said, Minyamin said about himself, Ani Misri Rishon. Says I am a first generation Misli. Venasati Mislit Rishona. And I also married Mislit Rishona first generation, which is permissible. Asi Libni Mislit Shenit. I will marry my son to a Mislit Shenit, which means a Mislit Shenit to a Mislit Shenit. Kedesh Yeben Benir Aoyla Bobakal. So my grandson will be permissible to come into the Kahal. You see, this is given a very important rule. To make a Mislit Shenit, the Misri Shini has to marry a Shini. Because if the Misri Shini would marry a Rishon, it goes back to becoming a Rishon. It does, it, or, or to a Shini. Then you always take the Humrah. So therefore you need a Shini to a Shini to make a Shini Shi. But what do you see what? There was still Muslim around. Which is in the times of Rabbi Akiva, this guy Minyamin saying, I'm a Muslim, this is the way uh, kosher my children. So don't tell me that in times of Shilomor, that there wasn't a problem of uh, Muslim because they're not around anymore. I didn't wish they were around much later even. So Gemara says, Amara Papa, Anan, Mishilomor, Liku Venativ, Shilomor, Lo Nasiv Midi. What are you? You're asking a question from uh, Shilomor Melech? Shalom HaMelech didn't even get married. It was not uh, get married at all. Dikhtib be min agoyim asher amar Hashem el b'nei Yisrael lo tavo'u bahem vehem lo yavo'u bachem achen yatu et lebabchem achare elohem bahem which is those nations that God said don't take from because they're going to sway your heart davak shalomo le'ahava shalomo attached himself le'ahava which means he didn't marry them. Because he loved them so much. It's as if he was married. So we have to understand over here what does it mean. So Shalom didn't take uh, these uh, ladies over here. So you don't have a problem with Messi. So what do you do? He just took them stam. Uh, so you have to say that he used them as what's called Pilegish. Which means there is a concept of taking a pilgrimage without a kiddushin. He just took her as a pilgrimage, uh, and which is a, a, a legal way. Now we have to be very clear that she, so therefore there was no problem with Misri Rishon, and uh, she was uh, converted. There's no problem with the convert because we accept converts that are coming from Shulchan Melachim. And Vayit uh, Haten, it wasn't Vayit Haten. It was like Vayit Haten because he had a lot of Ava. Shalomah Melech is clear, was doing this over here, Shamayim. It was not out of lust, Hasbash Shalom, Shalomah was the chosen one from God. He had to say that he was doing this in order to make what's called Tikkun Olam. He felt that he could bring all the Nitzotzot and Kedushat that are scattered from all the nations, bring them, Ba'achdut, 
in order to under Klaisael's uh, 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 domain, and then already Mashiach would come. Once you have already peace in the entire world, so this was a messianic mission that Shlomo Melech was involved in to bring world peace in order to bring the Mashiach. It was not a, it was not Hashem a lustful situation. In any event, the Gemara says further. But what do you mean we learned in the Mishnah? Which is we learned in the Mishnah that a psua daka and a kruch shavcha are mutarim begiyoret umishochleret. So we make a diuk. What you saw to do said to now Israel psua daka is allowed to marry a. Nitina. But from the Diyuk of a Mishnah, it sounds the opposite. It sounds like they can only marry Giyoret, but not a Nitina. So the Gemara says, Amalu v'tamech, if you're asking from the Mishnah, Ema Sefa, bring a question from the Sefa. What does it say in the Sefa? Ve'enam asurim elam medabo b'kahal. It says that they're asur to come into the kahal, which is mashmawat, ha benitina sharu. Because from the end of the Mishnah, it says they only can come into the kahal, but Nitina is not in the kahal. So it's mashmawat from the end of the Mishnah that Nitina is... Permissible. Don't bring any proof from Amishnah. The, the implications of the Risha and the Sefa are contradictory. And then we can bring no proof from Amishnah with the Deen of Israel to an is. So in the Ma'aseh, we came out in this Gemara, Israel, that is a Pesua uh, Daka, can marry a Nitina. Right? So the Gemara's, uh, 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 so the Gemara had a question. Gemara said, what about a Kohen, that is a Pesua Daka? Can he marry a Giyorit? Because normally a Kohen cannot marry a Giyorit. Which do we say that the Kedushah uh, went off? So the Gemara says, indeed the Kedushah does go off. Which we, and we learned that from what? Just like a Yisrael, that they were allowed to marry a What type of Nitinah we're talking about? We're talking about a one that converted. And even though the Torah says, Lotat Haten Bam, which is the Torah where they converted. And still the Torah says, Lotat Haten Bam, so I can tell me Yisrael can marry a Nitinah. Explanation is he loses Kedushah Yisrael when he becomes a Suadaka, and therefore it's no problem. So just like Israel loses Kedushah to say they can marry, so the Kohen loses Kedushah to Kehuna, they can marry a Kiyorit in the case where he's a Suadaka. Now we go to the next Mishnah. Amoni Umu'abi Asurim. That's like any converts that come from Amon Umu'ab, they're Asur, Ve'isuran Isur Olam. And they're forbidden no matter how many generations. Converts from Amun and Muaf. Can I come into the Kahal? To marry. mutarot miyad. But the females are permissible immediately. Which means a convert Muavit or Amonit is permissible immediately. Misli a convert from Misli or Adom, Enam Asrimi Elachlushadorot. Right, so that's a three-generation isur. Echad zecharim v'ad nekevot. That applies to whether males or females. Rabbi Shimon matir et nekevot miyad. Rabbi Shimon is leaning by Misri and Adumi that the girls will be permissible immediately. Amar Rabbi Shimon, so Rabbi Shimon proves himself. Kavachomer edevarim. Uma im b'mkom she'asar et zecharim isur olam. Hitir et nekevot miyad. Makom she'lo asar et zecharim ila atshoshadorot. Ena, eno dij, natir et nekevot miyad. By Amoni and Moabi. Where we said what? They're forbidden forever, the men, but the ladies are permissible immediately. So here where the men are only forbidden three generations, certainly the ladies should be permissible for immediately. Amrullah, so the rabbi said, Listen, if you're saying this because you have a tradition and halakha, so we have no choice to accept it. 
But if you're just working on this Kavahomer over here, yes, Teshuvah, we can break your Kavahomer. The Mishnah doesn't tell us how the Kavahomer will be broken, but the Gemara will tell us. He said, no, I'm saying this from a tradition, from a Halakha. She says, there's a, there's a way we can break your kava homer. So he says, Loki afilu So the way the Rashi learns is, he said, Lo, even if I was judging from a kava homer, which means I could answer all your questions about kava homer. But anyway, it's a halakha. Which means he was answering on both claims. First of all, you think you have a question on my Kavah Homer. I can answer your question on the Kavah Homer, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, I have a tradition. Therefore, it is halakha. Now the Gemara says, How do we know this? Which means, how do we know that when the Torah forbids Amoni and Mo'abi, it's only the males and not the females? When David Amalek was going to fight against the Pilishti, who's that? Goliath. Right? Uh, there was an enemy, Goliath, and Shaul Amalek said, whoever can go fight him can end up marrying his daughter. So uh, who uh, volunteered? David Amalek. Uh, it wasn't David Amalek at the time. So it says, when Shaul saw David go out to greet the Pilishti Goliath, Amar il Avner he asked his general, Avner, Ben mi zehanar. He said, Ben mi zehanar. Avner, who is this? Uh, who is this kid's father? Vayomer Avner, hein nafshecha melech im yadati. He says, I don't know. The Gemara says, Velo yadane. Is it possible that uh, he didn't? Uh, he didn't know. Which is that she says, Velo yadale Shaul David. Is it possible that Shaul didn't know David? Vaketiv vayeavehu meod. It says Shaul loved David. Vayhilo nosekelim. He was uh, used to uh, used to serve Shaul. Used to hold his uh, kelim. So therefore, Ela Abu Kamashil. He was asking who's his father. He knew who David was. What was his lineage? So Gemara asks again. Vaviv lo yadale. Why he didn't know his father? Vaketi vaish bimis Shaul zaken ba baanashim. That there was an old man, a scholar, in the time of Shaul. He came with men. Who's this mean? That he went out with an entourage and he came in with an entourage. And she says he was in charge of 600,000 people. And therefore, you see that Yishai was a very famous man. So how can you tell me that Shaul didn't know who Yishai was? So Gebra says... He wanted to know where his lineage going all the way back was. Yehuda, which was from, that's the tribe of David. Yehuda had two children. He had twins. Peretz and Zerah. Now, the Gibraltar is going to tell us, whoever comes from the Peretz line will become kings. The word Peretz means to breach. Uh, just like a king is Poretz Geder. When a king wants to go, let's say, to a shortcut, he's able to break a wall through somebody's field to take the shortcut. Hamelech Poretz Geder. Just like Peretz himself. Uh, when he came out of the mother's womb, he beat his brother. Right? His brother was supposed to be the Bechor. He came out and he uh, he broke the fence and he came out first. So they were Peretz. Whoever comes from Peretz becomes kings. Whoever comes from Zerah becomes noblemen and princes. So Shalomelech was asking, uh, who's, uh, who's the lineage? Does he come from Peretz? Or does he come from Zerah? And the Gabriel explains, Imi Peretz ate. If he comes from Peretz, Malkahave. He'll be a king. Shamelech Poretz la'asot derech. 
Right, a king is able to breach a, a wall to make a path. It's like eminent domain. Nobody can uh, tell him anything. But if he comes from Zerah, Hashiva Be'amah. He'll just be an important man in the world. So the Quran says, What's the reason why uh, Shaul was uh, concerned? Amar she'al ale, which means, what was he asking? What, what, what was he? What, why was he concerned? Well, why all of a sudden now was Shaul concerned? Is he coming from Perez? Is he coming from Zerah? What, uh, what motivated him to ask such a question? said so before that we went out to fight Goliath. So Shaul put on the armor, his personal armor on David, and it says kemidato. It fit him. Shaul was a very big man. David was not as big. Miraculously, when he put his armor on David, it fit. So already Shaul saw that this man over is very hashuv, that he's destined to become great. So says, okay, who is this? Is this Peretz or Zera? Who is this, who is this man over here? What's his, uh, what's his lineage? So Kazakhavran says... So Doeg Adumi came in and says, Before you start questioning, is he Ra'ui to be the king or not, why don't you ask if he's even permissible to come into the Kahal? Why? His mother, his grandmother, she's a convert. We don't accept converts from Moab. And therefore, his lineage, forget about his lineage for kingdom. His lineage for himself. He's a Sunnah So Abner right away answered. Tarina, we learned. Amoni, velo Amonit. Moabi, velo Moabit. So what do you mean? We have a statement that the Naim, the ladies are permissible. So Elamehata, so Doeg Adobi comes back and says, Mamzer, velo Mamzerit. We're going to stop making the short now? Mamzer, velo Mamzerit. So Kimura. Says Mamzer Ketiv Mumzar. What does Mamzer stand for? Mumzar, a blemish from a stranger. So therefore, it doesn't make a difference between it's if it's, it's a boy or girl. Bottom line, you have a child that was born, let's say, from Eshet Ish, Mumzar. It has a blemish. So therefore, there's no difference between uh, man and uh, boy and girl. So the Gemara says, Doeg Estem Misri Velo Misrit. Well, you tell me also when we, we forbid the uh, Muslim. You're going to tell me it's only the men and not the ladies? says, The reason over here, the egg, it's different. Over here, the Pasuk clearly tells us why Amon and Moab are forbidden. Because when we came out of Egypt, they didn't come and greet us with water and bread to, when we asked for them. It's not the way of a lady to come and greet men to give them food. So therefore there's no claim against the ladies. So therefore Abner is saying, listen, you asked me for Misri. Misri, Misri, they both Asur. Here we have a logic that tells us the reason, because they didn't come and greet us. Who's supposed to greet? Men greet. It's not the way of the ladies to greet. So comes Doeg and says, I agree with you, but I agree, maybe not proper for the men to greet the ladies and the ladies to greet the men. But the men could have went out to greet the men and the ladies could have greeted the ladies. Therefore the ladies are guilty as well. I come to go out to greet the Jewish ladies. Ishtik. Avner did not have an answer. Miyad, immediately, Vayomer HaMelech, She'al Atab Ben Mizeh Ha'ilim. Shaul HaMelech says, go find out 
who this Elim is, this, this young one is. So the Gemara says, Hatam kari le'na'ar, hachi kari le'elim. Originally, Shaul calls him ben mizeh ha'na'ar. Now he says, ben mizeh ha'elim. What's, why, why the change of word? Hachi ka'amale, halakan it'alema mimcha. He told Avner, ben mizeh ha'elim, I see that you're forgetting a halakha over here, that you're not sure about this mu'avi, mu'avi business. Se ush'al bebet ha'medrash. Go to the yeshiva and go clarify the halakha. Means elim is lashon le'talma. You forgot. So I see you're you're quasi on your halachot uh, over here. Go find out what the status is over here. Do we accept the muaviyah converts or not? Amru So it says hashal. He went to the bemidrash. Amru They told him amoni velo amoni muavi velo amoni to talk lesson. Ladies are permissible. So again, in the Bimadraj, Tu'ek asked all the questions that he had. Oh, how come the ladies didn't go greet the ladies and all that? Ishtiku. They didn't have an answer either, the rabbis. They wanted to make an announcement on David that he's Asul Abu Bakahal. Finished. They were going to rule on him that he's forbidden. Forget about kingdom. He's not Asul Abu Bakahal. He's a son of a grandson of a Moabiyah convert. Kabbalah says. Miyad, what happened? The Amasa ben Ish. There was a fellow called Amasa. Ushmo, his real name was Yitra Ayisraeli. His name was Yitra, he was, he was ben Ish. He was a son of a fellow, and his name was Yitra Israeli. Asher Bailavigail bat Nahash. Uchtiv Yeter Ayishmaeli. One time it calls the man Yeter Ayisraeli. In another place it calls him Yeter Ayishmaeli. So the Gemara says, well, what was his name? Says Amasa got up and he girded his sword like a Yishmael because Yishmael lives by the sword. So he gets up, he takes his sword in the middle of the bed like a Yishmael. What does he say? Anybody that's not going to listen to the Gemara, I'm telling you now, Yitkar Bahirif will be uh, slain by this dagger. I have a tradition from the betting of Shemuel and Navi, Amoni velo Amoni, Moabi velo Moabit. Finished. I have a tradition that uh, she, she's permissible, and therefore David is okay. So Kibbas Umi Mehman. What do you mean? Do you believe him? Uh, believe he's, he's giving a testimony. So the Gemara says, why? Why shouldn't you believe him? Called Tamil Hakam Shemule Alakha. And Tamil Hakam Shemule gives a halakha. Uba, and he, and he comes to say halakha, in Kodem Maase Amra Shemaimlo. If he gives halakha before the situation arises, you can believe him. However, in Lav, in Shemaimlo. But in this case over here, it's only after the case arises, now read who believes him. Which is, if he was just talking, let's say, no case came up, he said, listen, I have a tradition. Okay, we have no reason why he should lie. But now already, when the case came up, maybe he's trying to protect David. How could you believe him on his tradition? So the Gemara says, Shani kayam. Oh, it is different. Because he said, don't take, take, take my word. You could go ask the Betin of Shemuel and Nevi was still around. Never go ask Shemuel and Nevi in his Betin, and I'm just relaying you what they hold. But don't take my word for it. The Betin of Shemuel is still, still around. If we can trust him. Comes the Gemara and says, which means like she says, we have a rule. Miltad da avida ligiluye lo a guy's not going to lie on something that they can disprove him on. So since the betin is a lie around, so I, why, why is he going to lie? They'll disprove him. So Gibran says, Mikom Akom Kasha. Bottom line, we have a question, which means Doeg's question was a good question. Why didn't the ladies go out to greet the uh, ladies? So Gibran says, We have two answers. Kol Kivuda Bat Melech Pinima. The way of a lady is supposed to be what? 
penima, inside, which means the way of a lady is to be modest, not to go outside. Right? The Pasuk says, another Pasuk, right? when the angels came to visit Avraham, they say, Where's Sarah, your wife? And what did he say? So what do you see also? That it's the way of the ladies to be modest. So he once said a Hintush, it's worthy to say over quickly on this piece of Gemara. There's a famous episode in the Torah that we're familiar with. The angels came to visit Avraham Abinu. They came to visit Avraham Abinu, so it says uh, one came to heal him, and one came to uh, bless Sarah that she's going to have a baby, and one came to destroy Sedom. So I understand that Malach has to come and heal Avraham Abinu, that's obvious. The one who has to tell Sarah she's going to have a baby, that's also obvious. But the one that's going to come to destroy Sedom, what is he got to Just go, go destroy Sedom. And you have to go uh, consult with, uh, confer with uh, Avraham Abinu. So he said an explanation like this. Really, the angel that was coming to destroy Sedom was coming with a uh, halachic question to the Gadol Adur Avraham Abinu. Who lived in Sedom at the time? Lot. So he was coming to say like this. I'm going to destroy Sedom. Should I save Lot or not? Uh, what's the she'ilah? Well, Lot has a great descendant that's going to come out of him. Ruta Mu'aviyah. So the question is, if Ruta Mu'aviyah is going to be accepted in the Kahal, I save Lot. But if Rutamur is not going to be accepted, so therefore, what, what, what do I have to save a lot for? So therefore, and what is it dependent on if the ladies are off the hook? Which means if the ladies weren't obligated to go greet the ladies, so then already, Lot is, uh, is legal, Ruth is legal, therefore go save Lot. And what does that depend on the modesty? So that angel asked Abraham, Now strangely enough, that's a strange question to him. What are you asking about his wife? You know, this was a halachic question, which means he was saying, what's the way of the ladies? Meaning what he's really saying is the way of the ladies to be modest, meaning should I go save Lot? Meaning is Ruth going to be permissible? Avram understood the halachic ramifications of the question. He said, What he was really saying, it's the way of the ladies to be modest, the Mu'aviyah ladies are going to be permissible, and therefore go save, uh, go save, uh, go save Lot. And therefore it's permissible. That's why we explained once, David HaMelech says, when the Gibran Shabbat says that when Mashiach comes, there's going to be a big uh, Se'udah. And it says that at the Se'udah, they're going to go around the table, who's going to make the, uh, who's going to make the uh, Zimun? So who's going to make the Barakhan, the course? So far as they get to David Amelech, and David Amelech is going to say, Abraham is going to say, no, I'm not worthy, I had Yishma'im, Yishak is going to say, I had uh, Esav, and Yaakov is going to say, I married two sisters, each one is going to uh, uh, bow out, and then David Amelech is going to say, Ani Abarech, Vadina Abarech. I'm going to make the Beracha, and I'm Lawit to make the Beracha. And it says, how do we know that Vida Melech is going to be one to make the Kiddush? Because it says, Isa. I am going to lift the, the cup. So the simple interpretation is, uh, why is the Vida Melech Lawit? Because you have a Halakha, who makes the Zimun? Oreyah Mivarech. So the Vida Melech, I'm the Oreyah, I came from converts. So therefore the Deen is what? Oreyah Mivarech. So he says, Koshishuot Isa. Isa is Rashi Tevot Ayesara Ishtecha. Which is the Vira Melech was saying, my whole heter uh, into the Kahal is based on what? Like the Gemara says over here. Because Sarah was in the tent, and therefore she's modest, never mind. So therefore, the Vira Melech's his whole heter is because of the Tsini'ut of the letter. That's part of the Dinashah that we said uh, for the, uh, uh, the, uh, the angels coming to ask Abraham Abinu this question. Amen.